You're listening to the Compared to Who Show, part of the Spark Media Network, now available on the Edify Podcast app. For amazing Christian podcast content, go to the Edify app on your Apple Store or your Google Play Store. You won't be disappointed. Thanks for listening. We really want this to be like cut and dry, you guys. We really want this to be like you either work out and it's diet culture or you don't and it's not or but none of it is that way. Like it all comes down to this heart issue. Yeah. We're all Pharisees. Just give us the law. Yeah. Please give me the law. And then I will know if I am righteous. I don't want to make <laughs> decisions. I don't want to be like totally honest with myself about why I'm doing things and how I'm doing things. And we, we, we don't get anywhere if we don't do that. You know, you talked about having for addicts, you can't just stop. You have to have something that you love more. And that can get real diety too. That can get real dangerous too. People yeah. say, you know, what that Love skinny anymore. feels better than yeah. anything tastes, yeah. right? Like right. those kinds of things. So we can twist scripture. We can twist our, our plans to exercise. We can twist our carrot eating. We can twist whatever we want to sound like it's really godly and full of good intentions, but only you really know. And we can twist all kinds of positive behaviors and things to sound like they're from the enemy and their diet culture and they're bad, but only you really know. So I really want someone to tell me what I can and can't do. We might say we don't want that, but we do. Mm-hmm. We want this plan. We want it all like, this is what's okay for you to do. And this is what you shouldn't do. But the reality of it is something that might be totally healthy and positive and great for me might be really damaging for you. Welcome to Compared to Who, the podcast to help you make peace with your body so you can savor God's rest and feel his love. If you're tired of fighting body image the world's way, Compared to Who is the show for you. You've likely heard lots of talk about loving your body, but my goal is different. Striving to fall in love with stretch marks and cellulite is a little silly to me. Instead, I want to encourage you and remind you with the truth of scripture that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved no matter what your size or shape. Here the pressure is off. If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show and hey, tell a friend about it. Hey there, welcome to the Compared to Who show. I am excited, maybe nervous to invite you in to another one of my intuitive eating coaching calls. Ah. Intuitive eating, it's, it's not as intuitive as it sounds <laughs> if you've been in diet culture, or let me put that in layman's terms, if you've been around diets or trying diets or trying health plans for decades like I had. So I am on the struggle bus on this one, and every month, Erin and Charlie help me out. 
I'll have all the info on them in the show notes, but today they're going to try to coach me again. Good luck to you. <laughs> Char, what do you have for me? <laughs> oh, goodness, Heather. You said last time that you wanted to dig into the idea of feeling uncomfortable in my body. So why don't you just tell me about that? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, we talked last time about size changing, my ring not fitting the way it used to. And, and, you know, and that triggers all of the diety thoughts that, you know, the default settings I think I've had since the third grade, but I, I have this internal wrestling match. And it's a kind of a wrestling match against intuitive eating because I'm like, well, the other way made me feel more comfortable in my body. So Mm -hmm. what's wrong with the other way? Because I was more comfortable that way. Now, like I will tell you, so going back a couple coaching sessions ago, Shar, you helped, we, you talked me through about like blood sugar regulation. And Mm -hmm. so I've been more aware of that. And it like, I don't. Like I've heard this term before, and I don't know that I would have used this term aside from like talking about someone else, but I Mm -hmm. feel like I've truly experienced feeling safe in my body. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Now I feel a little strange saying that, but I was like, okay, this is weird. Recognizing that that buzz, because I would just see how long I could go without eating all the time, Um, you know, because I was getting buzzed from it. Right. And I mean, I know that's adrenaline and really that's a fight or flight response. And that's, you know, ways my body's protecting me, but I kind of liked the buzz and I kind of operated on the buzz. And now I'm like, Ooh, I feel so peaceful eating every couple of hours and, Oh, this is okay to sit down and eat and taste food and not feel guilty as I'm throwing all the things from the pantry into my mouth because I hadn't eaten in, you know, 18 hours or whatever window I was at. Right. So, so I'm feeling safer, mm-hmm. but, and this is going to be the strangest statement of all time, but safer is uncomfortable, <laughs> right? Because mm-hmm. I, I'm much better at running, running on adrenaline, right. Which is probably why my adrenals ran out a couple years ago, uh-huh. but, um, but yeah, so, so that, And then, you know, like, well, PMS changes and stuff, I Mm. feel like they may be more dramatic than they used to be, or else I'm just looking at them without uh, any solutions, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But that's, that's my, but I think by uncomfortable, I mean, like, I don't, I don't like feeling puffy. That's probably the the five-year-old way to say it. I don't like feeling puffy. Okay. What feels puffy? Uh, well, my hands that my ring doesn't fit on, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> my face after I eat these carbohydrates that I've tried mm-hmm. to restrict in some way, shape or form for so many years, like, you know, I, this is a strange, strange thing. And I, I hesitate to share it because I'm afraid someone will hear it and cling on to it. But I used to spend time with celebrities, um, just mm-hmm. through the work I did. Mm-hmm. And, and this was when I was, you know, early twenties and mm-hmm. a celebrity one time, 
I, we had a plate of muffins and the celebrity was like, oh no, I've got a photo shoot in two days. Don't eat carbs before a photo shoot. It makes your face look puffy. And like that stuck with me. And so now every time I see myself after I get my picture taken, I'm like, oh, carbs, <laughs> you know? And so trying to wrestle through the no, a healthy body eats all three macronutrients. Mm -hmm. No, my body needs carbs. No, that peaceful feeling you have in your blood sugar, it's because you're eating enough carbs. Like mm -hmm. wrestling through that and then the vanity of, I don't want to look puffy on screen. Mm -hmm. ah, that's my mess. Yeah. I'm curious, are you really experiencing puffy with your face? Well, you should see some of the Marco messages that I've <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me to show you? I'll show you puppies. No, no. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just challenging. I'm just challenging. You know, and you, you brought up hormones. So is that playing into the puffy? Who knows? Yeah. You, you know, it's funny though, like with the hormones thing, we all know that they're real. Yes. We all can like rattle off the data of, oh, you might gain five, even 10 pounds during the, the change every month or whatever. Like we all know that intellectually, but there's no grace for myself when that happens. Mm -hmm. And like, so today, cause we're doing a zoom call today, I see my face and I'm like, I look like so different than I did four mm -hmm. days ago. And I haven't, I didn't give, I didn't go to my restriction. I didn't give up carbs. In fact, I just mm -hmm. had a half a bagel this morning. Okay. Which is a big step for a gluten-free former gluten-free yeah. girl. Right? So, um, wouldn't eat the whole bagel yet. Not, not all the way there. Yeah. <laughs> I had a half a bagel. Um, and those French toast sticks I mentioned a couple, yeah. a couple calls ago, I've actually, I had like one of those a day maybe. Cause I told my kids Excellent. I want to try them and they started making me one every time they made them for themselves. I'm like, okay, this is not a good habit. <laughs> mom does not need to eat these every day, but, but so, you know, so I've been making progress with my relationship with carbs, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. During that hormonal period, I'm like, Oh, there it is. It's the carbs fault. Yeah. I don't blame my period. I blame the carbs. Yeah. See, so you just got to like some answer there about the food <laughs> thing, right? Like we're wanting to control it. Um, could have just been hormones, not even related to the carbs. So let's, there's like this nuance. That's the word I was looking for earlier and I couldn't come up with it. Um, of this, I feel uncomfortable in my body that I really like to dig into. I'm working just full disclosure. Like I am working through this with myself too. Is it actual physical discomfort or is it mental discomfort with the, the way I'm interpreting what's going on? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I can go there because I think it is a physical discomfort. Now, some of okay. it is within my control, right? I can buy a bigger size pants okay. and that eliminates some physical discomfort, but I have boy, and everyone knows all my dirty laundry. I have a bunion. <laughs> okay? okay. And, and when I weigh more, that mm -hmm. changes my alignment. I go to the chiropractor and get it fixed, uh -huh. but it changes my alignment. But I think that puts more pressure on my foot. Mm -hmm. And so I, and I try to walk like most every day of the week, 
But so every step I take, I'm aware of the fact that, oh, Mm -hmm. you're heavier now. That's why it hurts. Yes. Okay. So I've been getting down to like this list of what are the actual physical discomforts and then what are like the mental discomforts because we kind of tackle those things differently, right? Mm -hmm. So if we're talking about like true physical discomforts, like your bunion or my knees or my back or, you know, like whatever it is, these true physical discomforts that we're feeling in our body, I come back to, is it actually the weight? The answer might be yes. Okay. Like it's true. Like it's true that having more weight on your body could hurt the bunion or hurt your knees that I'm not arguing that that could be true, but knowing the science that we know and that permanent weight loss isn't a thing that we can't lose weight and keep it off long-term that we don't have control over what our bodies weigh. I have to take that off the table. It's hard to do. It is hard to do, especially when I'm watching other people like crash diet and lose all this weight and their knees feel better right now. (laughs) It is hard for me to like, okay, I'm going to take weight loss off the table. It's going on because I don't control that. What can I control? Yeah, see, I I can't go there yet, Star. I can't go there. I, I can go there to arrange Mm-hmm. Like I can go there too. I can't, I can't change my body by 30 pounds or 50 mm-hmm. pounds or 80 mm-hmm. pounds. Like I can go there to range, but I still, I still have a hard time believing that, that I can't lose 10 pounds. Sure. Well, you probably can. But you don't think I can keep it off? You might not keep it off long-term <laughs> without feeling crazy. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's hard for me. Without I mean, just being really honest. Bondage without feeling like you're missing out on things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe like sometimes you go there. Think about it. I could. I mean, I'm not like I could right now, Heather. I could go on a diet and lose some weight. Yeah. But I think about um, your adrenals. I think about thyroid. I think about what I know about the long-term implications about weight cycling, about dieting. And I bring myself back to, okay, I am, I'm thinking about like this short-term success to get what I want that could have long-term implications for me. Yeah. Hey there, have you read The Burden of Better yet? The Burden of Better is my book on how to lead a comparison-free life. Yes, that's right. I actually believe it's possible to live a life without comparing yourself to others all of the time. If that sounds good to you, I hope you'll snag a copy of The Burden of Better. You can get it wherever Christian books are sold, or you can start reading the first two chapters free right now on my website. Go to comparedtowho.me, look for the books tab, and find Burden of Better, and you can click right there and start reading today. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, okay, so let me disclose something. 
it's not about food. So I feel okay. okay. <laughs> I've been honest about my food stuff, but I may be hiding something. <laughs> um, I, I have been trying to work out a little bit more mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks. And I honestly think I don't have any scientific evidence on this. This is anecdotal, but I think my body was holding on to more. Like, I think I've been holding on to more weight. Like I think, I think I've been maybe even adding weight. I haven't weighed myself, so I don't really know. But I think the more I exercise, the more weight I am holding on to, or my body is deciding to add, maybe out of that safety thing, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh no, here she goes. She's going to start exercising like a crazy person again. We got to be ready for that. That's going to hurt mm-hmm. us, right? And, and I'm not, nothing severe. Like I haven't gone back to my spin classes. I mean, we're just like, oh, I'm like a 35 minute walker. And I, you mm-hmm. know, I've been listening to good podcasts. I'm like, oh, just go an hour. And then mm-hmm. my husband comes home and it's nice outside. Do you want to go for another walk? Oh, sure. So mm-hmm. suddenly I'm taking like an hour and 45 minutes every day to walk instead of 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling a little bit of a difference. Okay. Maybe that's why my bunion hurts. I don't know. <laughs> Someone out there thought that. So I had to say it, <laughs> but, but yeah, so, so I, I, I hear you. It, but I, I'm just saying that's a leap. And, and someone hearing that I can't lose weight, someone maybe in a bigger body than I'm in, hearing mm-hmm. that I can't lose weight and I'll never be different, that's a super hard pill to swallow. Yes, it is. Like, I don't, I don't know how you get past that. Like, I can, I can convince, like, the body image thing is okay. Mm-hmm. And it's weird to separate those two, but I think that they can be separated mm-hmm. because I don't. I don't feel bad in my body for feeling bad in my body. I don't, I don't feel unlovable or any of those things. I don't feel like mm-hmm. this is the body image struggle. I feel like this is a physical struggle. Okay. Am I lying to myself on that front? <laughs> well, no, I like, I think that like there are, there are pieces of it, Heather. So if you're feeling like, unattractive to for to your husband or something like that like that that's a little bit of body image perhaps but if you're feeling like physically uncomfortable or you know like a bunion or like you have a health issue and you you think that there are habits that you could do I'm not even going to say what those habits are doesn't matter if you feel like there is something that could be that you could control that you could do to improve something that's affecting your quality of life or making you uncomfortable in your body, you probably feel a moral obligation to do that thing. Okay. So can, you, our, can you flesh that a little bit more? I know we you don't want to give people like, you don't want to plant. Yeah. Ideas, so I was like, but if our culture is saying that losing weight would solve your health problems, mm-hmm. would solve the headache you get when your blood sugar is high, would solve the knee pain that you're feeling, would solve your back problems, would solve whatever the problem is, the uncomfortable that's in your body, you probably feel a moral obligation to lose weight, to improve those things. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's on me. Yes. Right. Because you have control over your weight. That's not true, but that's what our culture mm-hmm. says. 
you should have control over this. You should have enough willpower to do what you need to do to change it so that you can physically feel better. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have gotten rid of diet culture, if you're where I'm at, Heather, where I recognize long-term weight loss is not a positive thing for me. I get like intentional. Okay. Mm-hmm. If like my body might lose weight on its own with behavior changes and whatever, and like, that's okay. But I know weight cycling and dieting and intentional weight loss long-term, not good for me. That is off the table. Charlie will never diet again to try and do that. I know that it is off the table, mm-hmm. but I have a list of like five or six other habits, things that I could do that would probably improve some health or physical discomfort things that I have in my body. And I feel this moral obligation to do those things to improve my health. Yeah. And there's like nuance around doing those things. Because like exercise can turn into another like ED behavior. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, it's, yeah. it's easy for me to do that. Yeah. So if you take weight loss off the table, if you just, you know, think maybe weight loss isn't the answer, what are some things that may improve my physical discomfort or some health issues that I'm having? What are some things that may work? And I'm going to walk in the tension of, you know what, these are some things I think are doable that aren't going to like really stress me out or affect my mental or spiritual health that like this will work in my season of life. I could implement these things and I'm going to stand in the tension of, I don't actually have control Mm -hmm. and whether they help or not is in God's hands. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard for me to think of anything that would go on that list. So honestly, that's not a holdover from diet culture. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, mean, everything I think of, I'm like, oh, I could abuse that, <laughs> you yeah. know? Like, oh yeah. Yeah. I could, I could make that go some really bad places. Yeah. Well, like <laughs> you know? so many other things you could take to some really bad places and you got to work yourself through that, yeah. but what it might be rest Heather. And it's not even because when you were talking about that, your 35 minute walks are turning into an hour or longer I didn't hear any motivation of like weight control or body control. I, I didn't hear that yeah. from so what it, you were it, saying it, to me. What I heard was I'm enjoying it. Yeah. The weather's been nice. I'm getting, I'm getting more movement just because it's that time of year. Like that's kind yeah. of what's happening. Yeah. But see, I'm an addict. Okay. So that's where I start. Yeah. yeah that's where the motivation starts. I'm like, I'm just enjoying this. This is awesome. But then and by so, day four, it's like, well, I did an hour yesterday. I got to do an hour today. Right. Like, I mean, that's, that's, the, that's my addiction. Yeah. Right? And, and then like the yeah. true taking care of your body right now might be stepping it back a little bit when you, if you did an hour yesterday, it might be, oh, actually I should only do half an hour today so that my bunion doesn't hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. But I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm coming clean Yeah, (laughs) as as an addict. It is so Mm -hmm. easy for me. And so like, even, and even thinking about like, so 
this is supposed to be out of intuitive eating and we're going exercise, which I guess is joyful movement. Oh. That's part of it. Right. Um, but, but, you know, just, so even thinking about, so going back to my chocolate, my chocolate issues, um, and, and let me actually, let me kind of loop us back there. I really do feel like I don't think about food as much. That's awesome. Like, I really feel that way. In fact, I didn't eat breakfast before church on Sunday and that's, that's, we go to early service. And so that's kind of a normal for me, but I feel like normally I eat later Saturday night and we were at some people's home and I didn't eat things that I normally eat. So I didn't eat enough of them. And, and so anyway, it just, I didn't eat late at the right time Saturday night to make that Sunday morning, not eating work. And I, I'm sorry, Pastor Tim, I know you don't listen to my podcast, but <laughs> I sat there in church and all I could think about was food. Like I was dreaming about what I was going to have. And, then, but, but I was very aware of the fact that, oh, like, I don't, I don't think about food as much as I used to. Yes. Like, this is, this is kind of nice. So, but going back to like chocolate and habits, like it is, so as I think about what you instructed, like, you know, make a list of things you could do that aren't like aren't intentional to lose weight, more intentional for your health. And I'm hopefully that wasn't a butcher job of uh, summarizing what you just said. But like, I go to places like, well, instead of like sitting here munching on Hershey's nuggets, I could have a stack of carrots, <laughs> you know? And well, that would be better for my health, duh. And, and you know, but then, but I turn that diety, right? So, yes. And that's where like, I challenge you, like, would that be better for your whole health? Yeah. Would it be? Is it a, is that like diety influence or would it be better for your whole health? And how I get myself there is like, how will this affect my mental health? Mm-hmm. Will I feel deprived? Will that deprivation lead to binging? Will that binging lead to feelings of guilt and shame? Well, so would I be better off if I had some chocolate or maybe some chocolate and some carrots? And that's where this gets like, really, this is where we're talking about Heather, like, wow, this doesn't feel so intuitive anymore. Now this feels like a lot of work right? because it's like, you know, we're having to come at this stuff from this different lens. Right. Well, because I, as I'm thinking about it, so back to, I'm an addict, right? Mm-hmm. I would tell you for my mental health, it would be good at first, right? Yeah. Because I would feel like super accomplished for eating the carrots instead of eating the chocolate. And I feel so good about myself that I was able to make that healthy choice. And I would feel so empowered by my healthiness. And, you know, and then I'd be watching for results right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, watching to see if the genes go, or go on a little easier, right? But, and so I know where I would go with that. And I wouldn't see it right away. Mm-hmm. I, right away, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I'm going to do the check. Mental health? Oh, yeah, good. But then mm-hmm. it would take a week, maybe not even that long for me, but four days, and I'd be like, oh, Heather, you're on a diet, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's part of the process, right, Erin? Yeah. Like- I've, I've definitely been a couple of days into that before my question that I always ask myself of like, okay, well, would I do this if it wouldn't change my body? Like, would I eat these carrots instead of chocolate? If it doesn't change, am I going to extend my walk for longer if it has no effect on my body or my health? Am I still going to do it? And I can start off okay on like the first couple of days. And then when I get around to day four or five and I'm really honest in that question, maybe the answer's changed. 
And so I think it's like that constant check yourself, heart check, run it through the filter every time. And so in that regard, it's definitely work. You can't put it on cruise control and quit checking in with your motivation. But see, I'm sneaky because I hear that question. That's what addicts are sneaky, right? Um, <laughs> I hear that question and I'm like, would it change my body? Well, I'm not talking about the outside of my body. I'm talking about the inside of my body. You know, I want my cholesterol to be better or whatever, right? Like I would, I would talk myself out of that. <laughs> Maybe it's change at all. Like it's like any change. It's the outside like, of my body. Any attachment no, to outcome, all of Any change. Any change at all. If things are status quo, will I still do this? Okay. There's some level of like, we know, like we, we do things for a result, right? Mm -hmm. There's things in this world that we do for a result. Like I go to work every day to get my paycheck to, to live my life. Would I continue to do that always if I wasn't getting a paycheck some weeks? Heck no. I wouldn't. Right. Um, you know, so there's some level of, you know, health behaviors, things that maybe we do because we want to have health or longevity or, you know, maybe I'm doing this strength training workout and I don't really feel like doing it today, but I want to be able to um, paddle my kayak with ease this summer. And so I want that more than I don't want to do this workout today. And so we, we really want this to be like cut and dry. You guys we really want this to be like, you either work out and it's diet culture or you don't, and it's not, or, but none of it is that way. Like it all comes down to, this heart issue. Yeah. We're all Pharisees. Just give us the law. Yeah. Please give me the law. And then I will know if I am righteous. I don't want to <laughs> make decisions. I don't want to be like totally honest with myself about why I'm doing things and how I'm doing things. And we, we, we don't get anywhere if we don't do that. You know, I was thinking about, I know we're kind of all over the place here, but I, I think that we're doing what we need to do. We're talking, like, we're talking about what we need to talk about today. You talked about having for addicts, you can't just stop. You have to have something that you love more and that can get real diety too. That can get real dangerous too. People yeah. say, you know, what that Love skinny anymore. feels better than yeah. anything tastes, yeah. right? Like right. those kinds of things. So we can twist scripture. We can twist our, our plans to exercise. We can twist our carrot eating. We can twist whatever we want to sound like it's really godly and full of good intentions but only you really know. And we can twist all kinds of positive behaviors and things to sound like they're from the enemy and their diet culture and they're bad, but only you really know. So I really want someone to tell me 
what I can and can't do. We might say we don't want that, but we do. Mm-hmm. We want this plan. We want it all like this is what's okay for you to do and this is what you shouldn't do. But the reality of it is something that might be totally healthy and positive and great for me might be really damaging for you. So we each have to do this work with the Holy Spirit in our hearts to decide, is this a positive for me right now, or is this not? You know, I want to point out that your bunion hurt. We've got to come back to this bunion. Your bunion hurt, and you instantly said, this is because I have put on some weight. Mm -hmm. And you were willing to know that accept that, take it. It is, this is because I put on weight. And then you so brushed off. This could be because I'm walking more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be because I'm walking more, but it's really because I weigh more. The weight. <laughs> yeah. 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 You got me there. Yeah. I think it's easier you know, and this is one of the most damaging things, right. That happens in diet culture, but it's, it's not only easier to have rules and laws and your own like set of justification, but it's also easier when those rules and laws lead to the approval of men, not, not men, man, men and women, others. Right. Um, and knowing that that outcome is there as well and doing things where it's just between you and God is a hard issue. And you're on this individual journey with him where man as a collective doesn't notice Mm -hmm. what you're doing or a man may not approve of what you're doing because it seems so contrary to diet culture. Mm -hmm. Um, That's hard. And I mean, you know, and even I I think I talked to Trudy um, on the episode I did with her about just like how even when your husband doesn't get it, Mm -hmm. right? Like the man you live with. It's like, mm, not sure what you're doing here, honey. <laughs> but, you know, so yeah, that's, that's hard stuff. Well, we, we need to wrap up. Any final thoughts? I just am thinking lonely. Mm. Yeah. That's how, that's how that feels a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I could cure the loneliness by just doing what's acceptable to everyone else. Right. Cause if I go yeah. on a diet, I'm going to have friends. <laughs> right. then I can fit in their crowd then I can we can all talk about our shakes and what we're not eating and we can all lament the food we don't get to eat together and weren't those good times (laughs) I don't know thoughts Erin it's kind of reminding me of the Israelites in the desert grumbling about the food and it's like you're looking back at dieting you're looking back at your bondage and thinking that that was better Right. Don't go back to Egypt. Don't go back. Like it wasn't better. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't better. And maybe things are still hard now, but like at least you're walking with God now. Yeah. 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 The promise isn't the promise isn't that it won't be, there won't be struggle here. The promise is that there won't be struggle for eternity, which is mm-hmm. a much better period of time. Well, thanks ladies, as always for your help. I truly appreciate you. Uh, going to these hard places with me. So thank you for that. And 
I hope you'll check out what Erin and Charlie have online. Intuitive Eating for Christian Women is their website, and I'll have the link for that in the show notes. Thanks for listening today. I hope something in today's episode has helped you stop comparing and start living. Bye-bye. today's show blessed you may i ask a huge favor leave a review on your favorite platform seeing your five star reviews is a huge encouragement to me not sure how to do it you can go to compare to who.me slash podcast scroll to the bottom and you'll find all the information and while you're at compare to who.me check out some of the more than 500 articles on there about body image comparison all the things you're thinking about. Plus, you can find out more about my books or you can grab a time for a free 10-minute call to see if coaching is right for you. I'm so honored to be a part of your journey out of body image and comparison frustration. And I can't wait to hear how God is working to set you free. Hey friend, would you check out the date on that episode you just listened to? Yeah, it's been a minute. Listening to old podcasts is almost like reading my diary from several years ago. In some cases, it's even a little embarrassing. So instead of listening straight through season by season, can I encourage you to skip ahead? I release brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you're not sure where to start, you can go to improvebodyimage.com, find the start here button. And I've got several episodes listed and categorized so you can find the topics that are of most interest to you. Your time is valuable. So skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. No matter what you're going through, you are not alone. Sis, if you've experienced pain in your father-daughter relationship, I want you to know that you are loved and seen. I'm Kia Stevens, host of the Hope for Women with Father Wounds podcast, and I created my show to help you exchange your father wounds for the love of God the Father. Join me for encouragement, wisdom, and scripture. Just search Hope for Women with Father Wounds on lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.